We were held in the Mara last time when he spoke about the fact that something which is right to exist is fulfilling its function is called Taif. And therefore everything Hashem created it's not just that He approved of what He did and therefore He said it was good. What Taif means is that it was there to fulfill the function that Hashem intended it to fulfill. And therefore... The concept of Taiv also denotes Qiyum. Because since it's fulfilling a function which Hashem wants it to fulfill, that's the reason why it's going to continue to exist. And therefore, we find that something which is intrinsically something which is meant to be is called Taiv. Whereas he gave the example of Makhlaikas, which means something which maybe was utilized for a positive purpose, but in its essence isn't a concept which is type, a concept which is meant to be. So by that Hashem doesn't say key type. The Maral is going to explain further. He's in the middle of the second paragraph and he says, Vespire. So it's been explained, Ki Therefore something only exists in as much as it's good, which means in as much as it's fulfilling what it's meant to fulfill. When there's something missing in the Bria, which means it's not good. It's not able to fulfill the function it's meant to fulfill the way it is because there's a chisarin, there's something missing. Something which is missing is korav to heder. Heder means not being. Something which is good and able to fulfill a function, it's not missing something, there's nothing wrong with it. Therefore, it's something which will continue to exist. And now the Maral tells us a principle. And he says, therefore, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks at all the facets of the Bria, and he says that they tov, he's talking about the principle. Hashem is HaKlalim. And the klal shebehematayv. Afalp shenimtav leprat shelohem hachisaron. Even though in the specific atoms there would be a chisaron, lefikah chapratim makabli maheder bevada. And that's why when we're talking about specific entities within that principle, within that klal, it could be that they would become a kabli maheder, which means they would cease to be. But klal in the principle, haim oindim. They remain, and on that Hashem said that the Bria is good. What does He mean? So when you call a cloud, is each species, each entity that Hashem creates in the world has a concept of being type. So for example, Hashem looks at the trees and the plants and the vegetation and He says it's type. It's necessary for the Kiyama Bria that there should be vegetation, there should be plants and trees. And therefore, being as they're playing a role, they'll continue. There's a place for them in the Bria. Does that mean every specific leaf, every specific blade of grass is going to remain in the Bria forever? Not necessarily. That's the Prat. And uh, it doesn't mean that each individual part of that whole has a role to play forever and will remain. But the Kal will remain. Same thing when he talks about the world of the animals. It's something which has a, pl- a part to p- play in the Bria. And because of that, there's a reason for it to continue. 
not every individual entity within that species, not every ant, not every fish, not every bird. But the claw has a tertus, there's a point to the claw, and because of that, the claw will continue. Even as we said, if the individual species doesn't doesn't have that same content of being tight. And then he says, "V'klal abria hey da kosov gam kenaleim shilam v'yerekim is kol ashasa v'netayv moed." The Hashem looks at everything it creates in entirety. It's tayv moed. Once again, it doesn't mean that every single prat, every single individual entity in the world has this concept of being tayv. That might not necessarily be the case. But what it means is every kind of thing that Hashem creates in the world will be tayv. And therefore it has a function to play. So it doesn't mean that Hashem creates things which are useless, obviously. Even when it comes to the Prat, even when it comes to every specific item that Hashem creates, there's a reason for it. Hashem doesn't create things for nothing. But the way you meant to understand it is that it doesn't continue that way. In other words, you could have a specific second in time, a specific point that it has to do. Each individual prat, but it's not going to continue. As opposed to, as opposed to a cloud, which is always tough, because it's always necessary for the breath. So a specific tree or specific flower might not have an ongoing role to play in the breath, and therefore the specific item isn't tough. Whereas when we're talking about flowers or trees in general, they always have a role to play in the breath. And therefore, as a species, they serve, and that way they will continue to exist as well. The Maral carries on, Vain Ayakhudava Zeh, Kem Dvarim Brurim, Me'idim Al Zeh Akol. The principle is just saying something clear, and that is, Ki Aheder Shemakabu Hagivra, Hamitneach Yisarana Shehu Hara Hadavik Benivra, which is maybe a Salaheder. Something which causes something to get lost, to get destroyed, to disappear, is the fact that there's a, the Rao is not to do it. And by Ra, he means the, con- the contrary of Tov. So if we define Tov as being something which is meant to do a Tachlis, Ra is something about it which isn't Mechuvan, which isn't directed to a Tachlis. And therefore, in as much as it's not focused on a Tachlis, there can be the possibility, the co- possibility of it being Ra. And therefore, he says, V'kasheh once this concept is clear, and that is something is created in as much as it's fulfilling a tafkid, then you should know. That the entire creation, and everything created in it, is all told in a person. Why is it all told in a person? Why? The person isn't doing what he's meant to do. And everything else is bottled too. As we know, everything else was meant to be a supporting cast or a background to the tafkid of the Adam. And therefore, it's, as much as the Adam is doing his job, it makes everything else worthwhile. It makes it all tight. But if Adam's not doing his job, and therefore there's no purpose in the person, then in the same way, then there's no purpose in anything else in the person. In other words, the entire Bria is only created in order to facilitate the avoid of man, and if once the person isn't too much Hashem expects from him, 
We don't need the background. We don't need this, the props either. And this is also not something which is a chiddush. This is from the pasuk. Kamosh kasev b'daramabu. This one says in the Mabu Vayem Hashem Emches Adam Hashem Barasi Me'atne Adama. Hashem says I'm going to destroy people, and therefore it means the Adam Va'ad Behema Adayf Hashemayim. Not just people, but too certainly the animals, the birds, everything, the trees, everything else is going to get destroyed too. And the obvious question is, it's bad enough that Adam is sin that needs to be destroyed. Why are we destroying the entire Bria? So there are two answers given. The one answer what Rashi says, and that is that the depravity of people was so bad that even the animals and the birds followed their example and also were Makalka themselves and also started acting in a way which was not the way Hashem wanted them to act and therefore they also didn't deserve to exist because they too had been corrupted. That's not the answer the Maral gives. It's the second answer which is also from a Chazal that's why he brings the Midrash. Of a Midrash, Marshal the Melech Shayamasius Benai. A marshal to a king who was marrying off his son, but also a chupa. He made him a chupa, and of course, as a king, he wants to make it beautiful. He paints it, he decorates it, and there's this magnificent chupa waiting for the wedding. And what happens is a different Midrashim. What happens next? Either Kasa Melech Abinai, which is a Nusach that the Maral brings, the, the king gets angry with his son, another Nusach is that the son died, and therefore, he starts taking down the Chuppah, he starts breaking all the decorations. And they ask him, Why are you destroying this beautiful Chuppah you made? Omar Melech, the king says, the only reason I did this is Bishul Bini. And therefore, Bini Abed, Bazooka Yemes. If my son is no longer, and would this stay around, there's no point to it. Rafikach, my Adam, but Behema, but I Therefore, Hashem says, I created the world as the scene, as the setting for Adam. And if Hashem is destroying Adam, then there's no point for the world either. That's the Midrash. Okay. So we see everything created is Bishbul is for a person. And when the person doesn't deserve to be created, I call bottle. Everything else is bottled too. And therefore the world doesn't deserve to exist. This is that a Chiddush Chazal said in many places that the, everything exists for a person. And if that's the case, Vakashay is Parilacha. We call it Aylam, Ukayim Bishwil Adam. Therefore, once we understand this important principle that the entire world revolves around the person, Imkain Ha'adam Tsarach Shia Boyatayf. Ba'azrail Avakil. If that's the case, a person needs to be Taif. In other words, needs to be. Create, fulfilling the function Hashem wanted him to fulfill, achieving the task that Hashem wanted him to achieve, and then he deserves kiyom. And once the person deserves to exist, then the whole world deserves to exist. 
Everything depends on the person. And if that's the case, the fact that when Hashem says the entire brain is tov moid, it means in its capacity to act and as a accompaniment or as an assistance or as a backdrop to other Mauritian. And after having seen and understood this principle, then we left with a tremendous question. When Hashem creates Shemayim Ba'aretz, He says it's Tov. When Hashem sees the land and the plants, it's Tov. The sun and the moon are Tov. The animals and the birds and the fish are Tov. Everything Hashem creates, He says about it that it's Tov. What do you say Tov means once again? That it's created to fulfill the function that Hashem wants it to fulfill. And when it comes to the creation of Adam, then the Pasuk doesn't say it's Tov. We don't find after Hashem creates Adam that there's that same Vayari Lekim Vinei Tov or something or Vayari Lekim is Adam or Tov, something like that. There's no such Pasuk. Which means we don't have that affirmation that when Hashem saw Adam that he was Tov, which means he was there to fulfill the task that Hashem wanted him to fulfill. At the very end of the Bria, when we have a cloud of everything together, so then it does say that Hashem saw Hashem saw everything that He created and was all good, but that just incorporates the entire Bria all together. And if the primary point of the Bria is the person, as we understand, and that's not the Chiddush, that's what the Ma'al points out to us as Pashat. So then we left with the question, why about Adam? Doesn't it say Toif? The Maral asks the question, and he says, "Masha Adam." He says, "V'loy nimtza befirish because of Etzla Adam Toif." But we don't find that our pasuk says our person is Toif. Rak beremes in a Toif ma'ayit. We said when Hashem finished the entire bria, and then he looks at everything together. He says it's all Toif, but not just Toif. Toif ma'ayit, which is very good. And then, on the midrash, Ma'od is his Adam. The Ma'od is the same letters as the Adam. And therefore, Tov Ma'od means Tov Adam, that a person is good. Why? Adam wasn't a side thought. Adam was the primary intention. So why about Adam doesn't say that he was good? So the first point we can say, is based on what we learned previously, is that the to- that the toiv is said about a, a cloud, about a species. Hashem creates many forms of plants and they toiv. Because even though an individual part of that principle may not be toiv and may not deserve to exist, the cloud does. It's adding all the animals, all the fish, all the birds, which Hashem can say toiv. But when Hashem creates Adam, He only creates one of him. There's only one Adam. And if that's the case, to say Tov about the creation of Adam would be to say Tov about the creation of the press, about the creation of the individual. And there's no guarantee of Adam's being Tov. Adam began as Tov, and that is without anything wrong with him in, and created to fulfill the job Hashem wants him to create, to fulfill. But it's not something which Hashem is going to give a stamp to which will always remain. 
as we know, Adam himself didn't always remain. Adam sins and Adam disappeared. So whereas while mankind is tov, man wasn't necessarily tov. And therefore I can't, Hashem can't say after creating Adam the individual that he's tov. What we can say is a remez. Tov ma'od, ma'od means Adam, not the individual, but Adam meaning the species of human beings. And if that's the case, so that can be called tov. That's the first answer we could suggest. Morale says something else besides that. And he says, The Pasuk in Eov says that a person isn't perfect at the beginning, fully ready to be considered a type and to fulfill the function she wants for him. On the contrary, in Ayer Pera, he's born like a wild donkey. But it's up to a person to refine himself and to contain his midas and to control himself and to try and perfect himself the person can go up in levels until he becomes good. And therefore, it's not that a person was created toif, as everything else in the Bria was, but a person is has to reach being toif. He has to work on himself until he becomes toif. Because that's the void of a person. Everything else in the Bria, the way it was created is the way it always is. Like the Gemara says, A one-day-old ox is called an ox. It might be small and have to grow up, but it's intrinsically the same thing. And therefore, if what an ox is meant to do, a one-day-old ox is slated to do, then it can be considered tough. It's fulfilling the function it was meant to fulfill. Whereas the Adam isn't born, isn't created in a way which is perfect. He's created in a way which is something that he has to work on becoming perfect. And then he'll become tough when he achieves that. And therefore, Umasha Adam when a person gets this as being called Taif, how much he's good, how much he's achieving what Hashem wants him to achieve. When he becomes good on, from himself, it's something which he's developed within himself. That's a compliment that people can relate to the individual that he has a maila that he's type. It's a, something he's worked on, it's an accomplishment which can't be said about everybody. Not everybody has achieved that matter. And that's the that's the the concept of why a person is called can be called type. Now it's not completely clear to me. Abimaral says this. Is he talking about us? Humanity in general? Or is he talking about Adamarishan? In other words, we know that Adamarishan before the Khait was on a tremendously high level. We know that Adam Rishon was created not as a child who had to grow up, but as a fully developed adult. We know that Adam Rishon started up on the level of being a Navi. And therefore, was the Adam Rishon before the Chait also somebody about whom Hashem couldn't say Tov because he still had to develop himself to be Tov? Or, perhaps, the Adam Rishon before the Chait was different. He was on a level which he could have been called Tov, 
But like we said, he wasn't called Tov because he was a prat, he was an individual. But the Maral is coming to explain that afterwards, humanity can't be called Tov either because Hashem doesn't create them to be Tov. Hashem creates the person also with what he calls the Hader and the Ra, which means those things which can lead to his undoing, those parts of him which aren't good, and it's the person's responsibility and it's the person's job to make himself tov. And if that's the case, then it's a specific, it's a specific uh, reason why Adam himself wasn't tov, and a different reason why other people aren't tov. Or does morale mean that even with Adam's greatness, nevertheless there was still something for him to do to perfect himself, not just to prevent himself from becoming bad, but to actually perfect himself to become Tov. And without that, Hashem couldn't say that he was Tov, because the person was created for him to develop himself to becoming Tov. In other words, aligned with what Hashem wants him to achieve. And it's not something which Hashem originally created a person as from the beginning, and that means even not Mauritian. That's the one with what we just learned. And that is something that's called type when it's able to fulfill the function it's meant to fulfill. But there's a hierarchy which is also true. And that is, when something is called type, it means it's going to last. Once Hashem has given something the stamp of being type, it's going to last. And if that's the case, when Hashem looks at each part of the Bria, and the Bria and he says it's Tov, it means it's going to last. And therefore, the, even though the individual, like we said, item within each species doesn't have that guarantee, the cloud does. And therefore, when Hashem says about the Bria that is Tov, and about the plants that they Tov, and about everything created in their Tov, it's not something which is going to change. Now, I was once... I happened to sit next to a member of a clergyman of a different religion. And he told me that the way that the Quran convinced people to believe is, aren't you scared that there's going to be an atom bomb and the world's going to blow up? There's going to be a nuclear war and everyone's going to get killed? Look how many rogue countries or wild people have access to dangerous weapons and who knows, the world can get destroyed. So I told him that there's no real concern that the world will get destroyed. The world is created and it's type, it's there to fulfill a function and it's going to fulfill the function. And therefore to think that to think that maybe there's going to be a war and the whole world will cease, the entire planet will blow up, there's there's nothing really to worry about. Once the Shem says something is type, which means it has a reason, it has a role to play and therefore it's going to continue until it fulfills that mission, until that role has been played. So we don't have to worry something mid-course is going to destroy. And the best example of that is the Mabut. That was maybe when humanity went the most off track, maybe where they were at the most distant points from what's called Tov. They were completely corrupted. It says that the Apostolic says about the person that the Iraq, Iraq, Kolayom, they were just bad. And even then the world didn't get destroyed. A lot of people got destroyed but not the world. And that's the same principle. He said, if you worry that an individual is worried that maybe something will happen to him, 
or even a group of people are worried something will happen to them, that might be. But to say that the whole world's going to get destroyed, there's not really something to worry about. Hashem is guaranteed it's going to, it's tov and it's going to achieve what it's going to achieve. And therefore the same thing about any specific category within the world about which Hashem says it's tov, it's also not something which is going to cease to be. People often ask on this from the famous Nefesh Achayim. Nefesh Achayim that says on the Passover, If not for Hashem's covenant, he wouldn't have, which is learning Torah the entire time, so then Hashem wouldn't have created Shemayim Varetz. Or not just mean Hashem wouldn't have created Shemayim Varetz, but the, the way the Nefesh Achayim explains it is that something which is probably ever, an ever-present uh, balance. That is, if at any given second ever there would be a situation where nobody was learning Torah, the world would cease to exist. I heard from Harib Rabbi Moshe Shapiro's Achorin Nebracha that Nefesh Achayim is right. If there would ever be a second that no one in the world would be learning Torah, then the world would cease to exist. But it's a theoretical if. Because it's not actually going to happen. There never will be the second when no one's learning Torah. Because there's a reason why Hashem created the Bria. And that reason is going to get fulfilled. In that sense, the Bria is Taiv, which means it's there to fulfill the function Hashem wanted it to fulfill. And and to for the Bria to, in mid-course, disintegrate because we didn't fulfill what Hashem wanted us to fulfill, means the Bria wasn't Taiv. And therefore, the implication of the Nefesh Shechayim is from our point of view. From our point of view, in as much as we're learning Torah, we should know that we're keeping the Bria in existence. And as much as we're learning Torah, we should know that we get the Sechar one day for the entire Bria. But in as much as we have to be concerned that maybe there's nobody learning and the Bria is about to disintegrate, we don't have to worry about that. Hashem is guaranteed that the Bria will continue. Until the conclusion that it's meant to fulfill, until the final scene has been played, until the Mashiach will come, there's going to be a Bria. There's going to be a Kal Yisrael. In a sense, when something is Taif, then it has, then that's the reason why it's going to continue existing. But now the Chiddush is like this. When an Adam would be Taif, or when an Adam gets to the stage of being Taif, then he also, so to speak, deserves to exist. This is part of like we see in Rosh Hashanah. This is part of the judgment. Does a person deserve to be inscribed for life? If he's tov, which means if he's fulfilling the function she wants him to fulfill, then for sure he does. Masha'en came. If a person is in the category of not being tov, if that's the case, then mitzad himself, there isn't that guarantee that it'll exist. Because as, as much as he's not fulfilling the taf that Hashem wanted him to fulfill, so there isn't a guarantee for his kill. That's the Yisrael of the Mara. And even though we're not going to have time in this year to finish what he says, but we can understand the principle where he's going to get to. And that is, therefore, if we're talking about something which guarantees the foundations, so to speak, the foundations on what the world rests. The foundation of the world is the person. 
The foundation of the world is the person because the Bria exists as a, as a backdrop. The Bria exists as the means for Adam to achieve what he has to achieve. And therefore, if you're asking on what's the Oilam Oimed, what's the world standing on? The world standing on people. Otherwise, like we saw in the Marshal, if there's no Chasen, there's no need for a Chafet. And even saying people is too broad a generalization. Maybe originally that was true. But people got narrowed down to being Kal Yisrael. They're the ones who now, it depends if the world is achieving its Tachis or not. And if that's the case, and what's the Oilam Oimed? And you're going to say by extension, and what's the Adam Oimed? That's where we get to the concept of pillars which hold up the which hold up the world. The pillars which hold up the world are really pillars which make the person safe. Which means elements in which a person is right to fulfill what Hashem wants him to fulfill. And as much as he's doing that and therefore he's deserved the Qiyam in his own right, at the same time the Bria deserves the Qiyam too. And therefore we see, like the Ramam says and we understand in Rosh Hashanah, that the judgment of people is really the judgment of the world. And if people deserve to exist, the world deserves to exist. And even though as a whole, there will always be a world, and there will be people, and there will be Klai Yisrael, because those are the people that are now responsible for being Mekai in the world, that in general, that's something which is guaranteed. But as far as the Pratim goes, like we saw, that's not guaranteed. And therefore, it's a din on each Prat, to make sure he's also in the category of being called Toiv, which means fulfilling what Hashem wants him to fulfill, because that's what gives him cure as well.